Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of The Tap. I am your host, author Andrew Hess, and today we have NXT 2.0 recap. Um, once again, Hulu had screwed up on my on recording on my DVR, so I was unable to see the entire uh, NXT, which could be considered a good thing in my opinion because it took a probably took away some of the the nonsense and the BS that I usually hate reporting on in the first place, uh, where it's 50 million backstage interviews and vignettes and video packages. Because um, I know that they had one uh, uh, one video package for Axiom, but it did not show on the Hulu version. Um, I only know this because of uh, Instagram actually having, uh, having the video up. Um, but I will report on what I did watch. Um, all right. So there was some really good action. Um, really, you kicked off the night, uh, even though they had a core Jade recap from last week uh, and probably a couple weeks prior to that. Um, they really kicked off the show with JD McDonough. <clears throat> taking on Cameron Grimes. And I really enjoyed this match on multiple levels. One, because just the pure athleticism and pure in-ring ability from both these men to put on probably a good four, four and a half star match as your opener. Really told how well these guys have come, uh, how long, how, how well progressed they've been. Um, Cameron Grimes had never been a favorite of mine up until the whole Ted DiBiase um, storyline. I didn't even like him when he was in uh, Impact Wrestling. Never liked him when he was in Impact Wrestling. Didn't like him in the beginning when it came to NXT. Since the whole storyline with Ted DiBiase had taken place, I grew to like Cameron Grimes. And I've seen such an improvement in his performance and the way he is progressing, even in the match against JD McDonough really told a story of him and the frustration that's building within his character. You could tell he's going to go through a heel turn again soon. I mean, fans are still chanting to the moon. They're still behind him. But you could see something is brewing. He's going to make this turn soon. Now, whether it's him making a turn and siding with someone like J.D. McDonough, which I don't see that happening. Or it could be the fact that you had Joe Gacy standing up in the little crow's nest area that they have, the little balcony, watching the match. And then shaking his head at Cameron Grimes as Cameron Grimes loses. Maybe Cameron Grimes is going to end up being part of Gacy's group, which is very possible. And we're going to get into a little bit more about Gacy in just a few minutes. Um, I really liked it. It was it was a great way to really start the show. And I do want to. Uh, kind of 
separate things in, in a minute because I do feel that this was the best way to open the show, but there could have been a different way that they've done a few, a few of these things uh, from last night, which I, I will cover in a bit. Um, I'm going to kind of jump ahead a little bit. Um, JD McDonough did a great job in this match as well. The only thing I didn't like about this was the ending when Cameron Grimes had his leg caught in the rope and the kicks that uh, JD McDonough was trying to do were very sloppy kicks when it came to trying to show like an injuring Cameron Grimes's leg. It was just too sloppy. That was my only complaint about this match. I thought that everything else was fantastic. Um, JD McDonough comes back out, not out on out to the, the crowd, but out on the screen when Braun Breaker's having a promo later on in the night. And JD McDonough basically said he's going to rip Braun Breaker's arm off. That Cameron Grimes started the injury and he's going to finish it. He's going to rip this arm off. Um, I thought it was a great promo from JD McDonough. Braun Breaker, I just feel like it's he's he's lacking now in his performances, uh, especially on the promos. He's he's starting to show his limitations. That he's kind of going just off the script and not based on pure emotion or you know little things here and there. You could tell in his response to a video that he's going off script. Like he's going just by the script, I should say. Um, so I was not a fan of the Braun Breaker promo, but I was a fan of JD McDonough from pretty much the entire thing. Um, circling just quickly back to the McDonough-Grimes uh, match, as I stated, Joe Gacy was watching from the little crow's nest balcony area. Um, later on in the night, he has a promo. It's a video promo where he unmasks the dyad, the two men that were in the, the hoods and the, the cloaks. And we come to find out that they were the grizzled young veterans. They are no longer GYV anymore. They are the dyad. They are the first recruits, really, for Gacy. And they are now known as Jagger, Reed, and Rick Fowler. Um, and Fowler had his, uh, had his goatee shaved off. He was completely clean shaven. And he has this like weird eye that's kind of reminiscent of Kane's like weird eye, where it's like a very white and then like with a, a small little dot. Um, and Jagger Reed went like stark white blonde. Uh, so it should be interesting to see what happens with them. And they, he, Gacy did state that they may be the first two, but they're not going to be the only ones that are unshackled from there, uh, from everything that's tying them down. Uh, Jensen and Briggs uh, defended the UK tag team championships against pretty deadly. Um, good back and forth match, Briggs and Jensen. I'm getting a little bit more behind the team. I do like them. Um, 
Fallon Henley got involved a couple times on their behalf, but it wasn't to distract or to interfere where it would have caused the disqualification. She saw Pretty Deadly trying to use the tag team titles to hit her boys, and she kept trying to take the belts away from Pretty Deadly as this happened. Um, so she did get involved a couple times in the match, which Wade Barrett kept on making comments about, but she didn't do anything wrong. Uh, Jensen and Briggs retained the tag team championships, which I pretty much expected. Uh, we had the Carmelo uh, Barbershop video. Toxic Attraction had a promo talking about which women, uh, which woman that they would be would select to have won uh, the twenty woman uh, battle royal. Um, and now we're going to kind of go full circle from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. Cora, they, they kicked off the actual NXT show with Cora Jade's recap of her turning her back on Roxanne Perez. Um, after the McDonough-Grimes match, Cora Jade actually comes out to cut a promo to explain why. Basically, she was she's saying how she was the face of the NXT women's division for almost a year. That the fans had voted her to be the NXT breakout star of the year. Um citing how she had jumped off the the top of the war games cage to secure her team the victory how she kept trying and trying to win the championships between the women's war uh, championship and the tag team championships and kept on being let down because toxic attraction had the numbers or she just didn't have the right tag team partner to get it done and this entire time she was riding such a high and was the talk of everybody that she wanted to bring her best friend for the ride. But when Roxanne Perez came in, she, everyone looked at her and was talking about her instead of Cora Jade. And then they finally win the tag team championships. And less than 30 minutes after they win the tag team championships, Roxanne is riding that high and says she's going to challenge for the women's championship against Mandy Rose. And that incited Cora G to to be against her best friend. So she attacked her best friend in the parking lot at the start of the show last week. And this now was all designed for her to take Roxanne's spot and win the women's championship. Only Roxanne wouldn't let that happen and came out to fight anyway. Um, this was the whole reason why. And here, and here's the thing, though. I don't, I don't hate the promo, but Cora Jade was screaming and yelling the promo, which. Again, kind of goes back to what I was saying about Liv Morgan when Liv Morgan won the championship. It could be excitement. It could be just you're not used to the crowd in a certain way. And that's messing with your octaves as you're, as you're trying to deliver this promo. Um, I would have done this completely differently. Um, the way that I would have done this show in general different would have been you had Cora Jade have the, pro, the, the video package 
And you could have started the show with Cora Jade making her way out to the ring. And really get her to like piss off the crowd at first. So that they're booing. And her just sit there and go, you know what? You don't deserve my reasoning. You don't deserve an explanation. Until I'm treated with the, the respect that I deserve. Have her walk out of that ring. And go to the back. Then you have her sit there and grab Wade Barrett or somebody else like to deliver the promo or just have her deliver the promo backstage by herself. Have her in a secluded room. So this way she can coldly, very coldly and calmly deliver this promo of why. Why she did what she did to her best friend. It would have made such an impact on the delivery. Piss off the fans enough that to boo her even more, to get that heat. I will not deliver this to you live in person. I will do it on my terms unless you treat me with respect. That's how it should have been delivered. Because that would have made that would have drawn more heat to her, and it would have made her words have meaning instead of her yelling the promo. McDonough and Cameron Grimes having that opening match, I still would have kept it, but I think that was that was more main event worthy. In my opinion, that was a main event worthy match. Um, that 20 woman battle Royal. So I, I, I would have done the, the way I would have done it. Cora Jade comes out for the whole promo after the recap. That first match, I actually would have put as Jensen and Briggs defending the UK tag team titles. I would have had Cora Jade do that delivery. Of her, of her reasoning why and bring that towards the 20 woman battle royal then the 20 woman battle royal is the only part of this that I watched that I have not covered yet and this it was a good women's battle royal and they were able to kind of continue some of the storylines which is what I actually like when it comes to battle royals and royal rumbles and stuff like that in the traditional sense, they've gone away from this a lot over the years, but NXT did it the correct way. So you had Wendy Chu, Wendy Chu and Tiffany Stratton continuing their feud. Wendy Chu using this, the pillow to save herself and only to go ahead and get cracked in the head by her own cup from Tiffany Stratton to take out Wendy Chu. That's continuing that storyline of things. Caden Carter and Katana, uh, Katana Chance teaming up to take out a lot of the roster from, from that match. Great. But then as they're about to tag team their way into eliminating Ivy Nile, which they do, Ivy Nile holds on to Katana's legs, which is Kaden, uh, Casey Cantazaro, until she drops. And Caden is, is still on the apron, who had already gone over the top rope, with her back 
to the ring. Nikita Lyons knocks her off. Boom. Caden and Casey are eliminated. They take that opportunity to double-team Ivy Nile. Take out their frustrations on her, which is making it more and more that they're going to be a heel tag team soon. The woman who's been teaming or kind of under the tutelage of Ivy Nile, uh, which is um, uh, Tatum Paxley, or Paxley Tatum, Tatum Paxley, jumps over the top ropes, eliminates herself to take out Caden and Katana to save Ivy Nile. Continuing another storyline. At one point, you had, uh, we get down to the final four. And it's uh, Tiffany Stratton, Kiana James, uh, Nikita Lyons, and Zoe Stark, who Zoe Stark made her return at this match. Great. I'm happy that she made her return. I just, I'll get into it. I'll get into it in a minute. Kiana gets eliminated by Nikita Lyons. Nikita Lyons gets eliminated by Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton gets eliminated by Zoe Stark. And you think that Zoe Stark wins, and out out of nowhere comes Cora Jade, who apparently had slid out under the ring and kept herself out of the match until the very end. She's trying to use the heel tactic to get the win at the very end, which backfires as Zoe Stark sees her coming and throws her over the top rope. Zoe Stark wins the match. She will now challenge Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship. Now, the thing that I'm sitting here going, I, I'll, I'll get into in a second. I don't find Zoe Stark to be a credible challenger. I understand that she has, in storyline purposes, has revenge on her mind to go after Toxic Attraction because they took her out. But even before they took her out, she really had nothing in storyline-wise. There was nothing to her character. There was nothing impressive about her. She never really carried herself in a way that deserves a main event push. And this is my opinion. I'm, I'm sorry if anyone's offended by it. But I don't see her being a worthy challenger for Mandy Rose. Likewise, I kind of feel like this could potentially drive more for Cora Jade to cost Zoe Stark to win, which it's possible. But we're going to have to find out. I think personally, Nikita Lyons or Cora Jade should have been the one to have won this match. Um, we're going to have to find out what happens. We're going to have to say, I will say, and again, I don't necessarily know how much of the show I lost because of who not recording it on the DVR as the actual, as the full episode and only getting the partial uh, Hulu version. But compared to last week, I thought this was a vast improvement. And I think NXT is on a decent path. I don't know how much of this involvement, ha- uh, you know, how much Triple H is involved in this at this point, but I'm seeing an improvement finally. 
something that's actually making me want to watch at least. So that is going to end our show for today. You can tune in next week for the next installment of the NXT recap. I will be covering AEW Dynamite this week. So until then, tune in next time. I am author Andrew Hess, and this has been The Tap.